game on. Hello Internet, I'm DC, welcome to Fantasy Football USA, American-based fantasy football vlog, blog, podcast, whatever you want to call it. Each and every week I'll preview, review and summarise the fantasy football world and offer my input. I've never played the sport professionally and I don't claim to be an expert, it's just merely my opinion. What makes this concept different to all other blogs out there? One, based in the USA, where each and every Premier League game is live and available to watch at my leisure. And also, I'm a mad Blackburn Rovers fan, uh, which means I can offer an unbiased opinion because we're stuck in the championship. Obviously, there's teams and players I despise more than others, but for all intents and purposes, I'm straight down the middle. Let's not waste any more time and jump straight in. Reviews. Another week of football passes, but fear not, another one is just around the corner. After the conclusion of the Arsenal-Liverpool game uh, on Monday, we can now take a look back at the big hitters in week three of the Prem. It was a massive scoring week for uh, some goalkeepers, with three banging the double tally to score this week. Third spot was Watford's stopper Gomez. He bagged 10 points, bringing his tally to 18 for the season. A doubleheader at number one this week with Tim Krul from Newcastle. Get a check from Arsenal. They managed one better than Gomez with 11 points. So kudos to all those who picked either of those three goalkeepers. And double kudos if you've made them skipper, because that would have bagged you 20 plus points. How does that affect the overall ranks of the goalkeepers? So let's take a look. As you can see, Czech and Krul's, uh, Krul's performances this week made them joint fifth in the goalkeepers' rankings with 15 points. Ahead of them in fourth is another deuce with Mingale and Gomez, who got 18 points for the season. Second spot, we have Manchester City's Joe Hart. He's got 19 points so far, but leading the way with yet another clean sheet is Manchester United's Romero. He has 20 points. It's a defence now. Manchester City continue to dominate on that front. Sag now had a strong uh, week. He bagged nine points, uh, but it's joined by Watford's Noyom, who also got nine points this week. Um, second, a big goal from ex-rover Scott Dan, who's now at Crystal Palace. He got uh, he picked up 14 points for the week, but is ousted by Manchester City's Kolarov, who chalks up 15 points during week three action. How does that affect the top scores of the defenders? Well, here you go. Sagner's performance scrapes him into the top five. He is joined by youngster Gomez from Liverpool. They both have 21 points apiece, and that's joint fourth spot. Third spot, Smalling from Manchester United. He's there with 22 points, uh, but leading the way, uh, we have a Manchester City double bubble with both company and collar off. They have 31 points thus far for the season. It's the middle of the park, and uh, we had a debut from, uh, what a debut from Pedro. You know, uh, he was courted by a number of clubs this summer, uh, Manchester United being one of the main ones, but Chelsea nabbed him in the end, and he's off to a flyer bag in 13 points this week. He takes number one spot. It's his second spot this week. Bit of a surprise, Morrison's in there. Uh, West Brom, he squeezes in with 12 points. And two players complete the top three with Sacco from uh, Crystal Palace. And the hero of the season so far, Mares from Leicester City with 10 points. So the tally so far for midfielders goes just like this. Everton's Barkley remains in the top five with 22 points and is joined by West Ham's Coyote of the same figure. One point ahead of them is Leicester City's Mark Albrighton. He's got 23 points for the season. Holding firm in the top five is Nathan Redmond from Norwich. 24 points for the season. Yaya Torres still lingering around the top spot with 28 points, but the main man, Mares, has uh, got a considerable lead with 35 points and continues to dominate the midfield. 
Woohoohoo! Yeah. Now for the strikers, Stoke City's Juff had a productive week, chalking up nine points this week, bringing his tally up to 17 for the season. He ranks third for the week. Uh, one point ahead of him this week was Chelsea's hero, Diego Costa, bagging 10 points, um, and is he made it into top number two. But no surprise this week, after a stellar hat-trick, Wilson from Bournemouth takes top spot, 17 points. That's 21 for this season. How about those figures? As for the season totals, here we go. The aforementioned Juff squeezes into the top five uh, with 17 points. Ahead of him, we have a tie for third with Everton's Coney and Swansea's, Swansea City's Gomez, or Gomez, uh, with 28 points. Um, in second, another player, Lukaku's just shy. Hang on a second. Let me backtrack a second here. Everton's Coney and Swansea's Gomez on 18 points. In second spot, another Everton player, Lukaku, just shy of top spot with 20 points. But after his hat-trick, Wilson bags the number one spot with 21 points. Well done to that fella. So our Premier League Team of the Week goes like this. Cruel in goal uh, with the defence of Kolarov, Dan, Sagna and Neon. Four-man midfield of Pedro, Morrison, Sacco and Mares, And two-man front line of Wilson and Costa. If you managed to pick that team, you would have chalked up 130 points without any bonuses. Just a few extra tidbits for the week. Over 320,000 wildcards were played and in excess of 7.2 million transfers were made. Speaking of transfers, let's see who's in and who's out this week. Mares continues his dominance for the season and another 280,000 teams have decided now is the time to bring in that dynamic midfielder. Also, newbie Pedro has been picked at number two, but he's got an additional 210,000 sides this week after his explosive start to his Premier League football life. Rounding up the top three, it's Hattrick hero Wilson. He's been snapped up by another 185,000 squads who have picked him up this week. As for those poor fellas going out, Rooney continues his fall from grace with over 160,000 teams dropping the England striker this week. Joining on the exit door, fellow England striker Harry Kane. 105,000 teams dropping that fellow off. And finally, Eden Hazard has been dumped by 91 plus thousand. So that's 91,000 plus teams this week previews you know Eden Hazard despite those figures he does still remain the most popular player out there at the moment with 42.1% all teams in the fantasy fantasy football having him in the squad joining him in the top three are fellow Belgian Christian Benteke who's been picked up by 40.3% of the fantasy teams and finally in the top three Nathan Klein who's a snip at 5.5 million remains steady with 39.4% of all percent of all fantasy squads out there right now. So moving on to this week's action, my balls pulled up their socks this week and made amends for last week's horrific performance. This week they chalked up a steady 52 points, which is seven points above the average. That tally was enough to give me uh, a lot of green arrows this week in in all the leagues that I'm competing. You can see that on the the right-hand side there. So well done, my boys. Despite the positive news, I still have some areas of improvement with Richards, Brunt, Mourinho, Gisted and Aguero all scoring less than three points this week, which is not good. However, I feel this week's action could be better for some of those players, um, so I'm not going to be making too many uh, drastic changes. 
So, I'm going to refrain from using my uh, wildcard uh, this week, um, but I'm going to still optimize my transfer that I've got available. This week, I've decided to drop the services of West Brom Hotshot Berrino. Uh, as his future is currently up in the air right now with a potential move to Tottenham uh, in the balance. Uh, Tottenham are trying a bit for the fella. West Brom are holding firm on their price. And in the meantime, Robinho doesn't seem like he'd be playing. So um, uh, there's no point in me fielding the guy because he's not going to get any points. So I'm going to drop him. Uh, and I'm going to bring in uh, one of the players of the week this week, Mamain Berem Duf from Stoke City. He started the season pretty well, and he's got a, a, a good-looking game uh, this weekend where I believe he could chalk up some more points. The only other change this week will be the skipper. I'm going to give the, the captain's armband to Aguero. I fancy, finding, I fancy him finding the back of the net at least once, um, maybe twice. So, uh, just in case you can't see it, here's my lineup for this week. Stecklenburg in goal with a three-man defence of Damian, Richards and Scott Dan. A midfield four of Coyote, Ramsey, Tadic and Hazard. And a three-man attacking line of Duff, Gested and Aguero. Merson predicts. Over the years, I've noticed uh, football pundits offering their predictions week in, week out, with one pundit in particular who seems to get a rough ride. I'm talking about the legendary Paul Merson. People say he never gets it right, so I thought I would compare his predictions with my weekly predictions, uh, just to see how well uh, Mr. Merson knows his stuff uh, compared to an amateur like me. Now, this week's going to be a little bit funny with Merson Mania, uh, because I'm not going to get his predictions until after this video is posted because I've got a bit of a busy week this week, so I'm going to get this video out early. So you're going to see uh, my predictions, but I will take note of his on Friday, but the video will already be live at that time, and then we'll review them next week. But before we take a look at my predictions for the coming week, let's see how I fared last week. So here's a quick rundown of the scores from last week. Uh, Manchester United nil, Newcastle nil, Crystal Palace 2, Aston Villa 1, Leicester City 1, Spurs 1, Norwich City 1, Stoke City 1, Sunderland 1, Swansea 1, West Ham United 3, Bournemouth 4, West Brom 2, Chelsea 3, Everton nil, Man City 2, Watford nil, Southampton nil, and Arsenal nil, Liverpool nil. Now, let's have a gander at how we fared. So, so let's have a look at uh, these this week's results then. As you can see, I did pretty well. I got a couple of greens there compared to Mr. Merson. He didn't get any of them results right. He got uh, five correct, correct outcomes. I got two correct outcomes, two correct results. I got the Crystal Palace Aston Villa game spot on. I got the Leicester City Spurs game spot on. I've got the correct outcome for the West Brom Chelsea matchup and the Watford Southampton matchup. So, Mr. Mercer, he predicted the correct outcome uh, the Crystal Palace Aston Villa game, the Norwich City Stoke match, the West Brom Chelsea match, the Everton Manchester City match, and the Watford Southampton match. And uh, as for the scores, he's um, you know still got a five point lead at the, at the moment um, with 25 points. And here we are, trying to squeeze up after the fella, and we got 20 points. As for this week's action, I've gone for um, Newcastle 
As for this week's action, I've gone for... Um, as for this week's action, these are my predictions for uh, this coming week. Newcastle, Neil, Arsenal 2, Aston Villa 2, Sunderland 1, Bournemouth 2, Leicester 2, Chelsea 3, Crystal Palace 0, Liverpool 2, West Ham 1, Manchester City 3, Watford 0, Stoke 2, West Brom 2, Spurs 2, Everton 1, Southampton 2, Norwich 1, Swansea 0, Man United 0. Like I said, um, Like I said, um, I'll get Mr. Merson's predictions in um, after the fact. But uh, well, I'll take note of them, and, and, and we, we can we can see how he fared next week. Match of the week. Uh, speaking of this, those upcoming fixtures, uh, one of those is uh, our match of the week. Uh, the course of the season, I'll showcase each and every club in the league in at least one match of the week segment. But this week's honour goes to. Newcastle United and last week's uh, one of last week's uh, match of the week contenders Arsenal so Newcastle versus Arsenal and what happens in the match of the week I like to showcase my picks for both these teams ultimate dream team I turn the clock back to reveal my ultimate starting 11 from past and present players for both these sides however I want to stress out that we're only talking about Premier League players uh, or players of, a pre of the Premier League era so that's 1992 onwards I'm not an expert of these teams I am a rover at heart and always will be, so these are pretty much uneducated uh, opinions of your starting 11. So, first off, we're going to take a look at Newcastle. So, in between the goal, in between the sticks, you know, they, they've, they've had a, a couple of goalies over the years, but uh, to be honest with you, Shea Given has always dominated and always will be remembered as. As a, as a Newcastle great in the Premier League era, I, I, I was. I'm going to go for a backline of. I'm going to go for a veteran backline of Venison, Howie, Beresford, and Barton. It's Warren Barton, not Joey Barton. It's midfield: Chuck Toyote, Peter Biadzli, Rob Lee, and David Ginola. Or Ginola. They make my uh, my midfield four. And up front, well, you, you you have been blessed with a few decent strikers in your day. But Andy Cole gets the nod, as well as local boy Alan Shearer. As for Arsenal's team, it's the same as last week's, but uh, I'm still going to run through that quickly. Um, David Seaman in goal, Tony Adams, Ashley, Dick, Ashley Cole, Lee Dixon, Sol Campbell in the back line. Uh, Patrick Vieira, Robert Perez, Freddie Lundberg in midfield. Uh, Dennis Bergkamp, Thierry Henry, and Ian Wright, right, right, up front. So, yes, it's a tasty 11 by Arsenal. There's some uh, quality players in the Newcastle lineup. How are they going to fare, the Gooners, when they take on the Geordies on the road turf? Well, we'll take a look next week. Final whistle. That wraps up about episode. That wraps up episode four. Uh, you can keep up with the uh, to date with Fancy Football USA by clicking on the subscribe button at the bottom. And if you want to know more information, I'm on Twitter and Facebook. Details in the description. So stay tuned.